Yasadapribhavnam Mayamrigam taitaip svitaman varabad Vande mahapurushate charanara bindam Vande mahapurushate charanara bindam Suvarna varnai mango varnangas chananagari Sanyasa kuchamashanto nishtashanti parayanaha Krishna varnam tusa krishnam sangopangasta parsharam Yagnai Sankirtana Prayer Yajanti Sumeda Saha Namo Mahabadanaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gaurati Se Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ki Jai Gaurnatananda Ki Jai Sri Panchatattva Ki Jai Jai Ram Jai Krishna Jai Radha Govinda Gaur Premanande So nice to be with you all on this auspicious occasion. I pray to say something so for the pleasure of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that would be pleasing to all the Vaishnavas. Please. Be generous with me. And so the, the subject, of course, is uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance. So this is uh, falls within the, the broader category of avatar tattva. Hmm? So a word about that will be appropriate. The... Um, the two foundational uh, philosophical points of Hinduism throughout all the different sects and the different schools of Vedanta are, of course, reincarnation and karma, the latter driving the former. Mm-hmm. These overflow and extend into Jainism and uh, Buddhism as well. And uh, these topics are found in the in the Vedas themselves, of course, in the Puranas, Itihasas, throughout all the uh, entire corpus or body of, uh, let's call them sacred texts of the Hindus. Mm-hmm. Um, then from a theological point of view, mm-hmm. um, a point that also runs throughout all the Hindu sects and it, it flows ostensibly to one extent or another into Jainism and also into Buddhism is that of Avatar Tattva. Avatar Tattva, of course, is not uh, played out in the Veda themse- Vedas themselves or the Upanishad, but the seeds for this idea of the descent of Bhagavan, of the Godhead, is found there. And descent is probably a good English uh, translation of the Sanskrit word avatar as opposed to the more common one 
uh, incarnation, karna, referring to the material body, and uh, and even if the descent should be within a material body, it's spiritualized in the case of the Avesha avatars and so on and so forth. So, uh, the descent of of the absolute from outside, if you will, of time and space within our frame of reference, time and space. And this again is a is a as as key, if you will, of a theological point, as reincarnation and karma are philosophical foundational points for the uh, for the Hindus, and the theory then, if you will, or the idea, the notion, the concept of um, of the avatar. As I said, the seeds of that are found in the Vedas, but when you come to the Puranas, then it uh, it comes out, um, starts to bud, and uh, so forth. For example, we have the the, the Kurma Purana, we have the um, the Shringa Purana, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, and amongst them, as you might expect, the Bhagavad Purana takes a very central. Uh, uh, place with regard to avatar while we have, for example, as I say, Puranas about this avatar or that avatar in the Bhagavatam, we have a very um, extensive hmm, um, discussion, if you will, ongoing throughout the text about different varieties of avatars. Hmm, and whole gamut, if you will, of avatar tattva is covered in the Bhagavatam from what we might refer to as the allegorical um, uh, teachings of the avatars, which would include your uh, kurma, the principle of uh, creation, the power of creation, Matsya, the, the, the he's the protector of the Vedas, Narasimha, the protector of the devotees, Varaha, protecting the earth, and so on and so forth. These uh, uh, lila avatars, if you will, um, those I've mentioned, a few more, are more or less um Allegorical rather than his, historical, what to speak of, or, or rather than mytho-historical, what to speak of historical, and and they have lessons, of course, that they seek to share with us. That's not to say that they don't speak about some aspect of the Godhead that is then manifest in form in Vaikuntha. Hmm? I had to the the um, blessing to be able to visit. Uh, Barkala once, that's in Kerala, and the big uh, Janardhan deity is there. And uh, I believe it was on John Mastami that I went, and he's a big deity lying down like so, about maybe 24 feet long, stone deity, uh, the, the Mahavishnu. Hmm? And, uh, and on the days of the different avatars, uh, appearance days, then he would be dressed as such, 
So as best as you can imagine, a 24-foot deity lying down was dressed as Krishna. <laughs> so um, there's an idea, of course, that in Vaikuntha there are many planets, if you will, lokas, uh, of the different avatars. Another idea in some of the sampradayas that are focused on Vaikuntha as an ideal um, explains it a little differently that, as I say here in this example, on the different days in Vaikuntha's time that are appropriate, uh, Narayan will show that particular face, hmm? that particular form, expand something about that leela, and so on. So, I don't mean to say by referring to them as allegorical of um, that they're not real, hmm? but they are, um, comparatively speaking, let's say, the there's an allegorical section of the avatar, which of course are, that for that matter, unlimited, as the Bhagavatam says, asankhya, countless faces of the Godhead. But from allegorical we go to a, a, what we might call a mytho-historical uh, period. Hmm? Um, a time that is historically one, this is from a modern perspective, of course, that we could relate to or have some information about, but but the way in which the history of the time was recorded was through stories that um, that um, would be uh, are are thought to be more mythological. That doesn't mean without meaning, without purpose. That doesn't mean that they're not real. Um, and uh, of course, the center of those uh, mytho-historical time period uh, and type of avatars, if you will, is is Krishna, the avatari, Krishna Balaram, as the Bhagavatam says, the Krishna Balaram avatar. Hmm. Um, so we find both the allegorical group in the Bhagavatam, we find the mytho-historic, Ram, Buddha, uh, you find Matsya, uh, Hamsa, uh, Narasimha, um, you find also different uh, Avesh avatars like Parashuram and so forth. The, the, whole, the whole gamut, the whole, like in the Bhagavad, one of the principal uh, uh, teaching, what are the topics, topics of the Bhagavatam, in which there are ten. Hmm? One of them is the ashray, which is the shelter of the others, the other nine. So one of those nine is avatar tattva. This is obviously, this understanding, a Godi understanding, and I think it's accurate, is another way of emphasizing the key philosophical point of Godi Vaishnavism, which is Krishna's to Bhagavan Svayam. Hmm? This is a very important point. Just to give um, a brief explanation of why it's important, um, if Krishna is not the source of Narayan, hmm, that means that Krishna is a form of the Godhead in Vaikuntha. And in Vaikuntha, there is only Dasya and Sakirasa. Hmm. That would mean to say that if Krishna is not the source of Narayan, hmm, there's no place for Sakyarasa. There's no place for Vatsalyarasa. There's no place for Madhuryarasa. Hmm? Narayan may show it 
and then collapse it, expanding associates of his own to participate in it, but it's not something that can be attained. Again, in Vaikuntha, Narayan is God. He's a little, you know, has some quirks, so, you know, he, he, he may show this playful side of Krishna, and that's amusing, fascinating, lovable, adorable, but it's not something we can participate in. You can't relate with God like that. That doesn't happen in Vaikuntha. There's a place for that. When Gopakumar of Sanatana Prabhu's uh, tome and the seminal text of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, Briyad Bhagavatamrita, attained Vaikuntha, he saw the Krishna Leela, but it wasn't something you could participate in. It's a Vaikuntha form of that. Hmm? So you get my point here. If Krishna is not the source of Narayan, if he's just an avatar of Narayan, hmm, then he doesn't have his own abode. Hmm? Where one can uh, relate with the Godhead in the intimacy of the type of dasya there that's tinged with sakya, batsalya, madhurya, hmm? sakya ras, and so on. Hmm? So it's important. Hmm. So in Bhagavatam, <clears throat> we have avatar tattva as one of the t- ten topics, and it, it's very apparent that the way in which the text is arranged in terms of describing avatar tattva, it is done so for the purpose, express purpose, of shedding light on the avatari Krishna himself. Hmm? So you have the one text, which we consider, and for good reason, the central text, uh, the hub, if you will, of the sacred texts around which the others orbit and uh, in connection with, with uh, in terms of context, those texts will be properly uh, understood. <clears throat> The relativity of them, interesting point in itself, relativity in the scripture. This is actually a central point of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Most most of us probably haven't thought like that, <laughs> but it's a central point. Um, Jiva Goswami makes it in Tattva Sandarva very clearly. In other words, well, not every Purana, for example, is something that is of interest even to us, what to speak of serving as evidence or, or containing uh, mandates that uh, we would be, uh, that, that would be um, relative to our, our practice. Hmm? Some Puranas with a mode of ignorance, some Puranas with a mode of goodness, some Puranas with a mode of passion. From your people absorbed in that in, in that uh, psychic uh, you know uh, condition, if you will, we may be in that too. But the Bhagavatam is nirmat saranam satam. It is srimad Bhagavatam amalam puranam and amalam pramanam yadvaishnavanam priyam. It is amalam means spotless, so it means this means not tinged by the gunas. What's being taught there? Through Sadhu Sangha, we can have Adhikar for that, eligibility for that. And having attained that, 
the requisite faith to tread the path, then we will look at different scriptures um, in terms of their being relative in relation to the absolutes, if you will, of the Bhagavatam, which contains relativity in, in itself. It's another level of that uh, that needs to be considered. But, that said, the point here is that the Bhagavatam has an elaborate discussion of avatar tattva. And similarly, if you will, as I like to think of it, the Bhagavatam is, this, is a theological um, sequel to the Bhagavad Gita. After all, it picks up where the Gita leaves off. The Gita leaves off with sarva dharman pratyaja mam ekam saranam braja antam sarva papebhyo moksha yishami masucha And the Bhagavatam picks up where dharma projita kaita botra paramonyamat saranam satam is saying the same thing. Krishna ends the Gita by saying give up kaitava dharma. Uh, give up the the desire for karma and jnana. Dharma projita kaitabhuta means varnashram, the worship of many gods and goddesses. Dharma projita, give up jnana marg, hmm? just take shelter of me. Bhagavatam begins, dharma projita kaitabhuta, paramo nirmat saranam satam. So paramahamsa samhita, srimad Bhagavatam. And in the Gita, as the Bhagavatam is amongst all the Puranas and all these sacred texts of the Hindus, the Bhagavatam is the most complete uh, uh, explanation of Avatar Tattva. Similarly, in the Gita, spoken by Krishna himself, we find the most direct statement about Avatar Tattva. He says, it, 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 when, when Krishna begins in the fourth chapter of the Gita to speak about bhakti, hmm? well, I shouldn't say, he speaks about jnana yoga, but bhakti is mentioned for the first time in the fourth chapter as he comes out of a short but profound introduction to the chapter that deals with avatar tattva. He says what? I came... I, I came for well first he said I was here before many births Arjun and, and you too the differences I remember them all you don't this is Avatar Tattva he's, he's talking about he's beginning to educate Arjun on this subject and in the context of that he says Paritranaya Sadunam Vina Shayatra Duskritam Dharma Samstapanartaya Sambhabhamid Yuge Yuge so this is the most uh, concise statement about the avatar, how we will determine who is an avatar, what is an avatar. Krishna has given, well, here are the three basic um, functions of the avatar. Paritranaya sadhunam. For those who are uh, sadhuna, saintly, hmm? I, I, I come for them. Hmm? I come to protect them. Hmm? For those who are not saintly, I come to deal with them also. Hmm? And in the broader sense, I, 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 I tender to ethical and moral uh, concerns. Dharma sam stapanartha, samba mami yuge yuge. I do this again and again. The wonderful thing, of course, about Krishna, and naturally it extends to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, one of the many, I should say, is that 
which helps us to appreciate their status as avatari rather than avatar. Although they avatar, although they descend, they are the source of all other descents. Is that with regard to dharma and establishing of dharma, which I referred to here as a concern for ethical and moral life. This is the basic um, um, expectation. Hmm? for human beings to be ethically sound, morally stout, religious. And the greater part of all the sacred texts of the Hindus, of course, deals with that subject. It deals with ontologically grounded moral principles. The moral laws that arise out of those ontologically grounded, I mean, it means there's a dharma. It means the world is, is teleological, it has a purpose. Mm. Right? Mm. There is a right and there is a wrong. Mm. Mm. But what's right and what's wrong, well, that can change. Mm. There's some relativity to that. So there are moral principles, but what the moral laws are will be determined by looking at the moral principles in relation to the time and the circumstances, applying reason also to that and coming up with in every unique circumstance what the law is, what the moral law is. But this moral life, of course, is really like having come out of the wild, we've put you in a cage. From animality to humanity, before we can go to spirituality, we need to be put in a cage. And don't do this and do that. Okay, you do this here. Get something. Don't do that. I hold it back if you do that. Hmm? This is this is varnashram. This is the, the the low end of religious life, which is very high by today's standards. <laughs> very high. If we could have a a, a, a morally stout, uh, ethically sound world, who. Uh, uh, where these things were agreed upon, it would be a very pleasant place, and nature would respond accordingly. Hmm? This is the idea of a bountiful life in terms of nature's uh, provision for us, for our, for our human needs. Nature is there to provide for our human needs. She can't provide for our spiritual needs. For our hows, she can provide. For our whys, Our why, I don't mean why, it's like smart, I mean why, our why, our qualitative questions, well, she can't answer that. She turns us to ourself and ourself to our source for that. Mm-hmm. And that's the greater lesson, of course, that we find in the sacred texts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the moral life is, uh, is 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 hardly the sum and substance of what uh, spiritual life is all about, but it's uh, it's it's pretty high in comparison to the standards of well, what we we would call society of dwipadapashu, hmm, two-legged animals, hmm. and even kamsas we find today. Hmm. So. Uh,
the fact, the point I'm making is that, that Krishna, while saying, I, I started, I have, I have, I'm the source, Chaturvarnyam Mayashvishtam, same chapter, fourth chapter, Gunakarma Vibhagasa. Hmm. What does he say? He says, I started this whole thing, I set this Varnashram up, but you won't find me inside of it. I'm, I'm beyond it. Hmm. I set it up, but just the implication of that text is I set it all up. It's a, it's a, it's a moral, social, social religious system, but I'm myself and beyond it. By participating in it alone, you won't find me there. It doesn't do much for me. It's the cage. Then if we, if we behave properly, then we can come out, come out of the cage, right? And that means from karma to jnana, you can come out of the cage now. You're totally civilized. You're not a taker at all. You stop taking. You're halfway there. It's about love. And love is about giving, and half of that is not, not taking. So you're halfway there. What to take? What can I add to myself? <laughs> Nothing from the world that I could acquire would make myself more beautiful indeed. Shedding it all uh, is the road to understanding my own, our own beauty. Hmm. This is a very backwards way of thinking. Our trajectory is entirely in the other direction for eons and eons. Hmm. So this is, this is a, a very like radical uh, course, if you will, to take, but it's reasonable. Hmm. And from Gan, of course, then uh, uh, it depends... If you're in the Ramanuja Sampradaya, then from there you can go to Bhakti. If you're in the Gaudi Sampradaya, well, by Sadhu Sangha, you can immediately go to Bhakti. And by practicing, then what you get by karma should show up first. <laughs> what you get by jnana should show up, and gradually uh, taste for Bhakti itself will, will show up. Hmm? So the point is that Krishna... says the avatars come to establish dharma, to deal with the moral and ethical life, yuga after yuga. But he himself is properly understood in the fullest sense of himself, is not concerned with that at all. In Braj, Krishna's not a, in this in Brajana Nandan Krishna, this is this is the Krishna that we are Interested in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Swayam Bhagavan, right? Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam means this Krishna. He's not involved in Dharma. In fact, the term Leela, central, of course, to our, our tradition, really applies in its fullest sense only to Ibraj, not to Dwaraka, not to Mathura. Those are Leelas, but they're not fully play because there Krishna has something to do. Something to de- some things to deal with, worldly things to deal with, 
establishing that there's no need to, to establish Dharma in Braj. If you want to go there, Krishna said, you have to give up Dharma. <laughs> you have to give up Dharma to go there. Yes, there is a as a, is a, a, a superficial Varnashram structure to the Leela. Hmm? But it's the farcical Brahman Madhumangal, just this person, if you understand it properly, sheds light on on how the, the structure of the Varnashram is not has nothing to do with what goes on there. It's fueled by bhava only, by feeling. Hmm? In love, there are no rules. Hmm? And where there are rules, well, to that extent, love is lacking. Hmm? So a brudge beyond the rules. Prabhupada wanted his society, it's going to be governed by two rules. What were they? No? Yeah, that's a good one, but no. <laughs> love and trust, he said. We should run on love and trust. Hmm? This is Vrindavan. Hmm. Love and complete trust in Krishna. Hmm. This, this is Vishrambhana, complete trust. Hmm. So, what is the point? The point is that Krishna says the avatars, one of their concerns is with Dharma. Hmm. Hmm. But, but we, we don't find Krishna in Braj concerned with Dharma. And we don't find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu concerned in the fullest sense of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with it either. Hmm? We have to come to that. Because we talked a little bit about the allegorical uh, sector, if you will, of Avatar Tattva, the mytho-historical, where Krishna is central hmm? and, and as such is central to the, the entirety of Avatar Tattva. I mean, this is very clear from the Bhagavatam, hmm? where all types of avatars are mentioned, right? Um, and then we have the historical period. We have the allegorical, we have the mytho-historical, we have the historical. Hmm? And there's only one avatar in the historical period. Hmm? Can you guess who that is? Well, we'll get to that. That's what we're here about tonight. Hmm? So, so the fact that Krishna is, and Mahaprabhu both, of course, the same person, hmm? in a different leela, one extension of the other, how they're dealing with Dharma, some stuff on earth, establishing Dharma, how did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu establish Dharma? Oh, he took the Yuga Dharma, hmm? And wrapped it together like in a wreath or a garland with praying. Hmm? He gave that to Nityananda Prabhu, and with his two hands he took it and garlanded the whole 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 world with that. Hmm? This is Nityananda Prabhu's forte, wide circulation. No questions asked. Hmm? Take it. The limitations of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were, well, he's a sannyasi, so he can only have one hand up, the other hand reaching out. He can't let both hands go. <laughs> he, has to, he has to show the dharma of a sannyasi, which is beyond dharma, right? Mm-hmm. 
Sannyasa, it marks the end of adherence to the religious law, getting out of the cage and so forth. On the other hand, this is, of course, lost in, in, in Mahabhav. So, something about avatar tapas. Now, we, because the Gaudiya Vaishnavas are centered on the Bhagavad itself, this is the very heart of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there is no tradition within Hinduism that gives a more concise and systematic explanation of avatar tattva, drawing as they do from the Bhagavatam. And from that, of course, we look to Lagu Bhagavatamrita Rupa Goswami. Hmm? This is a, 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 one of his great uh, contributions, hmm? describing avatar tattva. And, of course, you, you'll see it there. Hmm? This is what I'm saying about but You'll feel, see it in the Bhagavatam. He's drawing from the Bhagavatam. A comp- comprehensive uh, dissertation on avatar tattva leads to the obvious point that Krishna is the source of all the different avatars. Later, the faithful Krishna Kaviraj Goswami penned, of course, Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, and he's very faithful to the Goswamis. Really, Chaitanya Charitamrita is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as seen by Rupa Goswami, as experienced by Rupa Goswami, through the pen of Krishnadas Kaviraj. So he has a very comprehensive section also in brief, but very comprehensive on Avatar Tattva, following the lead of Rupa Goswami in Lagabhagavatamrita, who is drawing just effortlessly from the Bhagavatam, where if you understand it properly, which not too many people do, but but the Gaudias do, after all, it's all about Krishna. And um, to love one is to know one. So no one flatters Krishna more than, than the Gaudias. So that's the reason they may know something more about him. So if then we are to appreciate Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as I say, it's important to say a little something about Avatar Tattva in general. And the avatar, or the descent of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, has, of course, its genesis in Krishna Lila, in the Prakat, the manifest Lila of Krishna. Hmm. I think when I was here last time, we talked a little bit about the, about the Prakat Lila, and the, and the Gaudiya idea hmm, that comes in, in Rupa Goswami's uh, Ujjwal Nilmani, that the sadhaka hmm, will in Gaudiya community, will take birth in the Prakat Leela, and from there, that serves as a portal to the Aprakat Leela, which we were discussing early this morning at some length, the Aprakat Leela. Hmm? Now that's the mytho-historic right, realm. So people may have some questions. If you want to go to a place, we're not sure that it exists. That Krishna appeared, yeah, there are those uh, those coins, Vasudeva and Sankarshan, and there's some history about Krishna, but, you know, that he lifted a mountain with his, with his little finger, he did this and that. This, this, this is where you're mythologizing, and the historical figure it starts to become exaggerated and so forth and so on. Hmm. Therefore, it's important to underscore hmm, that the Prakat Leela is that we know of 
is recorded in the Bhagavatam, where does it come from? Hmm? What kind of mind does it arise out? What did Narada tell Vyas? Samarina Nusmarata Vicheshtitam. He said, You are qualified hmm? in terms of purification of heart, sense control, and so forth. You can sit in samadhi, do that. And out of that, hmm, meditating on Krishna Leela, then come back and redo this Bhagavad Purana. Redo it and give it a new name. Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm. Srimad Bhagavatam is the Gaudiya name for the Bhagavad Purana. First he wrote the Bhagavad Purana along with others. Nara chastised him and set him straight and said, enter into Samadhi. And the Samadhi of Vyasa, of course, is, is described in brief in the Bhagavatam itself, what he saw there, what he experienced. And his whole description, to go to the 10th canto of Krishna Leela, is all arising out of his Samadhi. Now we should probably take seriously an explanation of mind and consciousness, the subjective realm, if you will, from someone who's got some control over their mind. Rather than <laughs> from someone who you know can't sit and focus on anything for, for, for too long, even though they may have an academic <coughs> degree and and uh, find out many things with their wisdom and insight and research and observation and, and so on and so which, uh, of course, can be deceptive. <laughs> what uh, the world will show itself to be in one instance may change in another instance. Or we may have looked at it and not seen all the way into the subatomic realm <laughs> to, to rethink then or have to rethink the macrocosmic world and how it, how it works from a physical point of view, for example. That's what we call maya. <laughs> maya means, in one sense, to measure. The attempt to measure, to bring within the grasp of the gray matter between your ears the whole picture. If you could do that, it would be very, very discouraging. That's all it is? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, nothing to nothing to live for. Hmm. Okay. Nothing to live for. Of course, to say that something's absurd doesn't necessarily mean that it that it, that it can't be true, hmm. but it's not. So hmm. there's more to life than what meets the eye and the mind. And human society is 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 such evidence of that. We look at the evidence in that way. We see that humans are trying to be more. They don't fit. Hmm? They're going to the moon, they're going to the Mars, uh, they're going to... Hmm, you know, Columbus sailed the oceans. Hmm? What are they looking for? They're looking for themselves. It just doesn't quite fit. Just doesn't quite fit. It doesn't matter how big you make the room or how far of a distance quantitatively you go. You are a qualitative element. Hmm? And you have the question, as I said earlier, why? 
The how questions may be answered by nature, but the why question is a qualitative question. Consciousness is asking it, and the answer has to come from the consciousness side, from the subjective side. I mean, there's a subjective and objective aspect of reality. If we're going to reduce one into the other, hmm, why don't we reduce the objective into the subjective, the less complex into the much more complex? Of course, this is idealism to one extent or another, but we are idealists, not in a radical Berkeleyan sense, but um, in a Gaudian sense. There is a world, objective world, but it's not what it, what, what it looks like. And it's, uh, it's, it's here today, it's gone tomorrow. It's, and, and, and this is actually, from a modern philosophical point of view, of course, and even a scientific point of view, it's true. I mean, it, what the what you want some people, the prominent philosophical ideas, to reduce consciousness to matter, mind to brain, everything's just physical forces and so forth. A lot of good arguments for that. Well, strong arguments, but not very good ones. Um, but if you want to do that, I mean, it would be it would be good to know what matter is to begin with. We don't know what matter is. We know what it does at times, and consistently, perhaps in some respects, but what it is, we have no idea. Hmm. We want to measure consciousness, but consciousness is doing the measuring. It's the ruler, it doesn't measure itself. What was that thing you said about swimming? Chidari? Swimming? Water? You gave me a nice, nice example on the plane. I said consciousness can't measure itself. Anyway, you can't remember at the moment. You can't see the water you're swimming in. Okay. So, where were we? From which mind comes the Bhagavatam? Hmm? From which mind comes the Bhagavatam from? Which mind? Mind, right, mind. So here we have the mind of Vyas. Narada told him, Samadhi Nanusmurtadvichasitam, you can sit down. Try it. <laughs> That's all the Buddha did was he sat down. It's a simple process, Buddhism. Just sit. That's it. <laughs> Done. You figure everything out. Well, you figure out a, a good portion of it, let's say. You figure out that as Krishna says in the Gita, attachment is the womb from which suffering is born, and I don't want to suffer. Hmm? So let me let go of things, let me just sit down and not run after things and think that by acquiring, as we said earlier, I'll become more hmm? reasonable. You just sat. So just sit down. Not so easy to sit down, is it? No. <laughs> not so easy. But Vyas could sit. What kind of person is that that can sit down? We cannot see his or her subjective, internal, meditative experience. But we can see certain observable characteristics and symptoms in them that are extraordinary, that are supernatural. What is that? Hmm? That is it, tasmad gurum prapadyeta jignasu she utamam. What is the other verse? Tadbhigyanam, uh, no, no. 
Brahmana Upasham Ashrayam. Hmm? This is the famous verse of Bhagavatam describing the guru and the disciple. About the guru it says, well, he or she is well-versed in the scripture and related texts and other kinds of books from that perspective and therefore capable of answering questions, dealing with the currents of philosophy in the time and uh, um, speaking about it in a relevant way. And... That's a big task in itself, but on top of that, and more so, hmm, standing in Brahman, and what is the symptom of that? Upashamashraya. This is supernatural. What does it mean? Transcending or arresting the human passions. That's, and he, he could sit. That's what it means. Hmm? He could sit. Is that not observable? Yeah, but there's so few of them we can't take them seriously. Also, a couple people can sit in a cave. Or we had this story about this mystic. It must be exaggerated. Just doesn't. This is not. Uh, one of the Indigo girls had a song about that. They said. Um, they said uh, something about the song. So how long? How long will it be till? Is there anybody that ever reached that height? <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is. There's a few, a few of us. That's where you heard about it. <laughs> That's where you heard about it. It's not just a story. Someone did it. Hmm? So if there's only one, hmm? so what? It's still the the example of human perfection. Because out of that arises what? As a byproduct. Universal compassion. That's pretty extraordinary to feel like that, to see like that. Hmm? What more could you, you know, attain? Hmm? So there's some objective... I want to say, evidence mm-hmm. that we should take into consideration mm-hmm. instead of dismissing sadhus because we cannot verify their subjective experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you could go there too, that's true, but you have to sit and then you have to walk before you sit. You, you have to walk your talk and then you can get, then you can, then you'll be qualified to sit. If you, if you don't, if you just talk, well, that's not going to help. If you walk the talk, then and this is explained in the Gita. How does he walk? How does he talk? How does he sit? With well, sitting and his walking and his talking, they're all connected. There's not a disconnect there. One time I was here in North Carolina, some time back. I forget whose house I was at. Anyway, I was giving a lecture and I was speaking about Kirtan and one Indian gentleman afterwards said, Swamiji, um, I think that uh, spiritual life is a private thing. It's a private thing. And this uh, Kirtan, loud, outside, uh, this thing is... Uh, this was the implication of what he was saying. Hmm. A spiritual life is, a, is a more a private thing. I said, spiritual life is a life in which there's no difference between your public and your private life. That's what spiritual life is. 
God is everywhere. Where is he? Everywhere. So, And he's actually his gaze is very affectionate and very kind. We shouldn't try to hide from it. Or get away from it. Om Tad Vishnu Paramam Padam Sada Pashanti. So, Vyasa's mind in Samadhi, the Samadhi Bhasha, this is the language, if you will, that the Bhagavatam is written in. It's not written in Sanskrit per se, but Samadhi Bhasha. He says, with regard to the Sanskrit, he says, He says, this is a different creation altogether. Hmm? And while there may be some grammatical mistakes in here and so forth, uh, no book is perfect, Bias says. Hmm? Just overlook that. Try to catch the essence of what I'm what I'm trying to what I'm trying to put in words. What's come in my mind and my heart, I'm trying to put into words, and it doesn't fit. Hmm? But those words have power, nonetheless, if you let them go in. Hmm? Of course the words don't fit. Of course the thoughts don't fit. Hmm? From where mind goes and returns. From where words go, they return. Hmm? Such is the nature of the Absolute. Thank God. Hmm? Hmm? Shankar says, words cannot speak about the Absolute. We should say, Om, be quiet. (laughs) We say, oh, about the Absolute, you cannot say enough. So we always have something to say, but we can never catch up, right? We can never say enough. It's not possible. And we are, of course, acquainted with the qualitative, uh, what would be the term, uh, determinate feature of the absolute, rather the in, rather the indeterminate, but which there's really not much to say. And there's no talking that goes on there. We're concerned with the determinate absolute, and his qualities are such that the place in which he lives... Hmm. Not only is there something to do hmm. there, the walking is dancing, the talking is singing, and so forth. Hmm. So, from the mind of Vyas, I mean, yes, we should we should uh, appreciate the the art, well, the science, soft science of psychology. It can help a lot of us, just like uh, you know, band aid can help. Physically, if you cut your finger, don't we? We tend to think, well, I'll, I'll maybe, maybe I'll go to a doctor for a band or, or whatever for a physical ailment. But I'm shy to go for a mental condition because, on the hierarchy, materially speaking, from sense objects to senses to mind to intellect, it becomes more subtle. The more subtle it becomes the closer it comes to this most subtle thing, which is categorically different, the Atma itself. Hmm? So if I say, hey, you're a little fat, you know, you might, eh, well, whatever. If I say you're stupid, then you might want to fight with me. You know? okay. So you're more identified on the scale as we go higher and more, more, more subtle. Hmm? Therefore, we beware of your intellect. Hmm? Beware of your intellect. Hmm? It can be useful, but it can it can end your spiritual life too. Mm. You don't don't bring it under control. Mm. Bhagavatam gives a, invites all argument 
and gives a good bashing to the intellect at the same time. Come on, and puts it in its place. Gan Shunya Bhakti. So, the point is that from Vyasa's trance, this is where the Aprakat the Prakat Lila comes from. This description is how Vyas reacted to the Krishna avatar. Hmm? How he thought about it, how he experienced it, how he felt it. Hmm? So if you want to enter the pra- Prakat Leela, this is one way to do that. If you, if, as Rupa Goswami says, you have to take birth in the Prakat Leela. Well, we like to do that, and we can look at it literally, and that's fine too. But hmm, we have a version of it. It's, 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 it Vishwanachakuri Thakur describes the Bhagavatam as a, as a, as a spiritual planet in the world. It's another creation altogether. Hmm? So to enter into the Bhagavad text itself, into the mind of Vyas, hmm? and there you can associate. You can, there's a way through the text to associate with the personalities described there. Personalities whose names aren't mentioned will become clear to you hmm? when you read the tenth canto of the Bhagavatam. Oh, that's the Leetasake she's doing like that. This is talking about Vishakadevi. This is Sri Dhamma's. The names aren't, so only a few names there. You can find some names in other Puranas. You think, oh, they, there's the nectar. The names are over there. Hmm? No. Sukadeva didn't have time to tell the names. He told what, the, what they're feeling. Hmm? The feeling of it all. Hmm? So if you can enter into the feeling, then, you, then the names will come out, the personalities will come out. Mm. So this is a very uh, interactive uh, media, <laughs> the Bhagavatam. It's, it's uh, full, full participation there, is, 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 is you're invited to. Mm. So let us go there. Mm. Because we have to go through the Prakat Leela, and the only access we have to that is the Bhagavatam, that's not a limited access, the only access, hmm? is the mind of Yas in Samadhi. Hmm? How he understood Krishna and the world hmm? that's within Krishna, that Krishna is outside of it at the same time. Hmm? I mean, is it reasonable to, if we want to talk about mind and consciousness, to turn our attention to such texts properly understood like this as the Bhagavatam, rather than think that we'll get a comprehensive answer about the nature of consciousness from physical science, hmm? even from psychology. It's useful, but hmm, helpful, relatively speaking. And we should take help, hmm? all we can get from wherever, in terms of our horizontal grounding in our humanness hmm, from which we want to grow vertically, spiritually. If you want to grow up very tall, you have to have a good foundation. Hmm. That's the basic idea, of course, going back to Barnashram. That was the basic idea. Have a good grounding, be balanced. That's the, that's the essence of Barnashram. Be psychologically balanced. You're in a better position than to jump up and touch the stars. If you're standing on one leg and you try to jump, well, you might land on your butt instead. Right? 
psychological balance, good idea. But to learn everything about the mind from that, no. And and to speak of consciousness, which is categorically different, super subjective, if you will. So we go to the Bhagavatam, and from the from the Bhagavatam, we we enter the Prakat Lila. So where will we enter? Because the subject matter now is really the historical avatar. Well, we have to go to the mythic, uh, mytho-historic realm. And then we'll find the historical realm and the myth, mytho-historical realm, they complement one another. They, 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 one arises out of the other, and you can't tell which, which one is the source. Uh, it depends how you look at it. Is it Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is giving Krishna Lila, or is Krishna Lila giving Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Well, let's look at it. So we enter into the Bhagavatam. We want to find, we, we, we're discussing Avatar Tattva. We found that, oh, let's go to the, forego the allegorical Avatar descriptions for the moment. We'll go to the mytho-historical. There we find Krishna. And for that matter, in terms of both of those divisions, Krishna, Avatar, I mean, it, it, it's just so much more uh, captivating. Hmm? It's captivated the, uh, the 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 mind of the entire Indian subcontinent, where it has been so much available. Of course, it's being eroded now by whatever globalism or whatever modernity and, and its ideas and so forth. Hmm? But such a captivating. I mean, nobody is this captivated in the subcontinent of India or had been by even Ram who's extremely um, a charming fellow, uh, as they are by Krishna, but to speak of by Varaha, the boar avatar, or Matsya, the fish, or Kurma, the, 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 the turtle. Hmm? The string is pretty cool. Yeah. But <laughs> and there's ten chapters in the Bhagavatam about him, for good reason. Hmm? Uh, he's a, you know, thought to be a particular face of Krishna, right? Protector of his devotees, Prahlad, right? So, we enter the Bhagavatam. So where will we enter? Where we have to go right into the center of the center. There are three basic aesthetic centers of the Bhagavatam. You have the Vatsalya center. Though the center is the tenth canto. Within that, you have three aesthetic uh, centers. You have a Vatsalya center, centered around the Damodar Lila. There's three or four chapters there. Mm-hmm. Where the, the, the feeling of Patsalya is showcased. Mm-hmm. And you could be drawn in. It's possible. You have Yusakirasa's center, really beginning with the... Just, just beginning at the end of the 11th chapter, and then, boom, Brahmavi Mohan Lila, 12, 13... 14, 15, 16, 17. This is a Sakyaras center. 15th chapter, Krishna becomes a cow herder and so forth. And so, and then, of course, you have your Maluyaras aesthetic center. And in one sense, that's the center of the centers and so forth. So we'll go there. And there, uh, our story, if you will, begins with Krishna and the harvest during the harvest moon, which is celebrated throughout the world as 
as a romantic uh, um, uh, face of nature, if you will. Hmm? Fall in love in spring, get married in you know in the autumn, something like that. <laughs> so the harvest moon and uh, uh, abundance, a time of abundance, and so forth. And Krishna looks to the east and sees the. Or is it the west? He looks to the west. He looks to the east. Sunsets in the east, right? Or he looks to the west. Sunsets in the west. Yeah, right. Oh, you know, I'm confused sometimes about things. Sunsets, sunsetting in the west. So he looks to the east, and of course, the the moon is rising, and it's it's lustrous and reddish. Hmm? It's reddish because the sun is setting and the reflection, and you can look at it like that and bring everything down to. And ultimately, there are no colors, right? I mean, that's that's reductive materialism that's very popular, you know, in some people's minds. But it filters down into the society also, and people don't realize they're being influenced by it. Hmm? And life becomes meaningless, and, and, and children shoot people in schools and so forth. It's, it's terrible. So, anyway, Krishna is looking at the moon, hmm? and to him, he sees, it reminds him of the face of of, of of Radha. Hmm? East is the direction of the gods. Here's the, the moon, full moon. Very charming. He's reminded of her face. And this becomes an udipana, a stimulus for his Madhurya Rasa. And now he's going to play his flute and try to attract the gopis. This is the beginning of the Rasalila, Ras Panchajai, five chapters of the Bhagavatam, dealing with the consummation of the relationship between Krishna and, and the gopis, that it's something that's been building in the Prakat Leela, chapter after chapter. Hmm? Just one year previously, there was a there was a swakiya within the parakiya. Swakiya means married. Parakiya means not married. Problem. <laughs> so that means what Gopi Bastarana Leela. That was a what is it called? Gandharva marriage. Krishna stole the clothes of the gopis. Then they had to come out of the water to get them. Then to see the, it was thought at the time to see the girl naked means that you have to marry her. So it's done now. So it was kind of a Gandharva marriage, which, by the way, I don't know if any of you have a Vedic, proper Vedic marriage, but it's worth pointing out that Krishna says, in the Bhagavatam, I believe, Mahabharata for sure, I think it comes in the Bhagavatam as well, that in Kali Yuga the only bona fide Vedic marriage is the Gandharva marriage, <laughs> which is a marriage based on mutual uh, feelings for one another. So we're okay. <laughs> Tell that to your Varnashrami devotees. And Krishna says that's the best. I mean, must be that he feels. What's his reason for reuniting with the gopis? Just mutual feeling. Everything else is off the chart, you know. He, astrologically, he shouldn't marry them because he's going to be gone for a long time and not return. It seems hmm? his return is not on the chart. But of course, he returns because he's off the chart. Hmm? His life is off the chart. <laughs> so Krishna blows the flute. Gopis come right. 
mm-hmm. and they don't they hear the flute this flute is described as the as calm gayatri so this is initiation within the leela you got to get initiated oh, what a burden mm-hmm. <laughs> no we talked about that the other day it, it's 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 a good thing it's a beautiful thing it's something i have to do i must do it i must have her siksha and 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 and, and association i'm compelled by his example her her precept that the two of which walk together hmm? i must this is the feeling if you don't have that don't don't bother with it it, it won't it, it'd be a recipe for disappointment hmm? So, they went. They heard the calm Gayatri. Hmm? And, they, they, and in the calm Gayatri, they heard their own names. Hmm? They felt like, I'm being called. Hmm? In calm Gayatri, Gopal Mantra, and the corresponding calm Gayatri, you'll find everything there. Hmm? You'll find everything there. So they went. And of course, they didn't know that anybody else was going. And when they got there, they thought, oh, you're here too. You you also. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Saki Pranai. Mm-hmm. They were filled with Saki Pranai. Mm-hmm. It's a very nice. This is, Krishna's Kaviras describes Radha's Saki Pranai like her body's uh, orna- uh, ornamented with sandalwood paste. This is her Saki Pranai. Saki Pranai means, Pranai is a big term. Mm-hmm. But it's it's uh, it, it means love. It means the kind of affection that reaches such a pitch that, in the face of a circumstance in which the object of your love should be revered, there's no reverence there. It's like, um, you know, whose toothbrush will you use besides your own? That's Pranay. (laughs) You see, that's Pranay. There's no difference between you or me. The, the, the Sarup Lakshan of this Pranai is 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 Vishrambhana, means intimacy. Intimacy. The the the, the, the that means the primary character, the Sarup of it. The Tatasta Lakshan, the, the the marginal characteristic of it is this where reverence is required or should be, it's it's absent. We find this will come in Sakibhav, the pursuit of that, this will come before Prem, the, the external the, the marginal characteristic. Pranai is something that is um, is a stage of love that is um, relative to Sakya and Madhurya. You, you're not going to find this, obviously, in Dasya Bhakti, neither in Vatsalya Bhakti, because there's no equality there. Hmm? Um, so it's about a sense of, uh, uh, of, of oneness, if you will, this kind of dynamic oneness with the object of love. Uh, so, there, and there we find, of course, the gopis come, they see one another. Saki Pranai means the love of the sakis, of the gopis, 
for one another. Hmm? Pranaya is very central to, to Sakya Rasa, but it's also central to Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? And here we find it amongst one another, that such friendship. You know, we hear that Chandravali is the competitor of Radha. She's very disturbed that her cousin is like such a trip. Hmm? That's her cousin. She's the eldest of the Astasakis, Chandravali. Hmm? But we should be careful hmm, to, to when, hear, when we hear such things. These are strong feelings that that are not predominant. Hmm? The predominant feeling in Braj, amongst the Sakis, for example, is they all love one another. Hmm? And it comes out in, 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 in the Ras Panchajai, in this section of the Bhagavatam we're discussing. Hmm? This is a, just a beginning example. They all arrive, hmm? and they say, so you here, and you're here, and we all have this in, in common. It's, it's, it's Krishna. Hmm? And then there we find the Pranayagita, isn't it? This, as Krishna tries to tell him, you shouldn't be here. What are you doing here? I'm just playing a flute. <laughs> what are you doing here? And gives all the dharmic reasons that they shouldn't be there. And they they show that their love is not covered by karma. Hmm? Their love is not covered by gyan. They have pranai. Hmm? Pranai gita comes out. They speak. Hmm? This is important. Remember this now. They, they, they show their love there. And so the rasa lila, there's rasa, then there's... There's rasa and there's rasa. So rasa lila is a kind of a dance. Mm-hmm. So the dance commences, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, then Krishna disappears. What kind of what's going on here? Uh, they've come all this distance at great risk and so forth uh, in the middle of the night, foregoing family obligations and so forth, and uh, dharma. What will become of the village if the girls in this village are... Well, in that village, the girls are like this. Oh, the, the whole village will be soiled by that. Hmm? Well, to speak of their religious life, their prospect for moksha, hmm? they threw this all out the window hmm? to meet Krishna. Hmm? It's incredible. And he disappeared. What kind of character is he? Hmm? And so they gather together to look for him. And they search, and they find his footprints. Right? They're special. They have the markings hmm, of an avatar. There are special markings. We'll go into that but as we go forward. But So they, 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 they're distinguishable, at least for them. They aren't thinking of him as an avatar, but they're distinguishable from other people's footprints. Those footprints of Krishna, by the way, they... When he walks hmm, in Braj, those footprints are preserved. Hmm? In other words, the wind, the rain, the sun, it, it backs off for Krishna's footprints. Hmm? That's why during the Kaliyalila, hmm, everybody could follow the footprints. They followed Balaram, he was following the footprints, but the footprints were there to lead them. Where did he go? Because the omens were coming, something terrible is happening. Hmm? Of course, that's not wholly the truth because nature will also work in another way to cover the footprints when necessary hmm? for Madhurya Rasa. <laughs> if he leaves too much of a trail, then Radha's bond may never be broken. Hmm? 
Man is a contrary love. It arises out of pranai. Without pranai, there cannot be man. If you don't love someone that strong, you can't be that angry with them. Man means contrary love. The strongest form of that is the jealousy. So if Krishna's going with another gopi and there's footprints to it, there's evidence, and how will you break her man? It'll be difficult. If he can, his tracks can be covered, then he can make excuses. But there are other forms of man that are softer, easier to break. This is probably the strongest one. It doesn't just mean jealous love, it means contrary love. And it arises out of, out of the intimacy of pranai. And then out of, out of man will come pranai. Hmm? It'll recede back and going forward in, into pranai. Hmm? So they see his footprints and they start to follow them, of course. And what then? Aniyarada no nunam bhagavan hari ishwara. You know the verse? You're named after the verse. You should know the verse. <laughs> So, this is, of course, uh, 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 Radha's name is found in here in in this verse. It means who has worshipped him the best. And Bhaktivinotakura in his, in his uh, Bhagavad Arka Marichini Mala, he says, Oh, this verse is spoken by Chandravali. Radha has worshipped him better. This gopi has worshipped him better. This, this is her chief competitor, if you will. This is her, her cousin. She's a little younger than Chandrabali Radharani. Now, but her Saki Pranai comes out. And Saki Pranai that I just described earlier, of all the gopis, and they think, well, what she's shown better. So... That's what Prabhupada used to tell me. Because hmm? I was, you know, I'm easy to criticize, and people would criticize me in Iskand, and Prabhupada would say, well, show a better way, then he will follow. Hmm? It was regard, with regard to like book distribution and things we used to do sometimes to try to please him with as foolish as we were in our efforts, we were sincere. Hmm? If you can show a better way, then he will follow. And that's true. I would have. I just wanted the police Prabhupada, That's all. Uh, he went to such lengths. Uh, so uh, they're following, and of course, as they see the footprints, they realize, "Oh, Radha has shown some man." What did she say? She says, "Napare hum, napare hum, na, apare hum." Remember this, because it will come again. She says. I cannot do this. Hmm? Na pare aham. Aham, I na pare. I'm not able to do this. Hmm? She is separate from all the gopis. She feels their, a little bit of their plight. Hmm? She's with Krishna. They're walking. She shows a little bit of man. She says, I can't walk anymore. Hmm? Maybe you should carry me. Hmm? She's being a little contrary. So Krishna picks her up and then disappears. And they can see, but they're reading the footprints. Look, her footprints, Krishna's footprints are heavier here. And hers are absent. He must have picked her up. Hmm? Go a little further. Now his footprints are gone. 
and only her footprints are there. Oh my God, what must be her, her plight now, her separation? And then they come upon her, they find her. Krishna's setting it up to show all the gopis, don't, don't criticize me for taking Radha alone. Hmm? See for yourself what she's like. Hmm? She's the real leader. They see it. Then with her guidance, hmm, under her her lead, they go to the bank of the Jamuna and they sing. Here it comes then Gopi Gita, right? Tabakatamritam Tapta Jivanam Kabibiritam Kalmasapam Shravanamangalam Srimadatatam Bhubigiranti Buddha Janaha verses like this, verse like this, so Krishna Skabiraj seemed to feel, hmm, this one really moved Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? In his description of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela, he has Sarvabhoma give this verse to, well, the Gopi Gita, to Pratapuruddha Maharaj, and says, when Chaitanya Dev falls into a trance, go and sing this song, this Gopi Gita. Hmm? Dressed like a Vaishnav, because Mahaprabhu would not give darshan to the king. Because if as a sannyasi he gave darshan to the king, people would think, ah, the sannyasi is being bought off by the king. Hmm? King is worldly, it's the antithesis. King is the antithesis of a sannyasi. Hmm? So to keep, uh, to not give any opportunity for the, the, the public to dismiss him, he took sannyas so they wouldn't dismiss him. He was very strict about this. But uh, uh, the devotees were very uh, heartfelt, had heartfelt feelings for Pratyaparudra Maharaj, who wasn't a king. He's a devotee. Hmm? He would sweep. He'd take a, he, he would become a bungi for the Rathayatra. Hmm? Bungi like lower class uh, street, street sweepers. The king would sweep in front of the Jagannath cart. So, Sarabhoma coached him and said, you dress like an ordinary Vaishnava. And when he goes, he'll fall into a trance at this point, along the path, along the parade. Hmm? And at that time, go and sing this Gopi Gita to him. Hmm? Then he will wake up and he will embrace you. And when he came to this verse, Tabakatamitam Taptari, from Gopi Gita, Mahabhu Rose said, who is chanting? Chant more. And he embraced the king. Hmm? So these these were songs, kirtan, songs in separation hmm, of the gopis. And so we were at 29, what, 30, 31, 32, out of five chapters, we were in the fourth, we come to 32, and Krishna reappears then hmm, in response to their kirtan. Their kirtan, their songs of, in sep- of separation hmm, causes the, the union to, to resurface, Krishna comes back, and he is a little humble, hmm, peering out from behind a tree, and and then uh, the, 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 the 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 gopis this now this they had man they were upset with him they sang, hmm, and then they wept, hmm, and their tears brought him hmm, their tears. So this is what it's all has to come to. You got to cry. That is how to attract Krishna. Try it. Try to. We should weep, that we cannot weep hmm, for Krishna. Hmm. The Mahaprabhu taught this in his Shikshastakam. Hmm. They wept. 
Krishna came. And then, in that chapter, the eight principal gopis are described, not by name, but by their characteristics, how they responded, how their man turned into pranai, and different kinds of pranai. Hmm? Maitri pranai, pranai with modesty, sakya pranai, pranai without any modesty. Oh, there's many divisions and so forth. Hmm? So they, uh, Sukadev, without mentioning any names, first describes Chandravali, then Shamala, hmm? then, um, uh, what is her name? Uh, hmm? Padma, Shaibya, hmm? then it turns to 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 uh, Lalita, Vishaka, hmm? Padra, and so forth. So they're all disc- they're, they're they're known by their the the type the type of their their type of love and how they'll respond. And um, and as this pranay is breaking, hmm? or the the man they're upset with him is breaking and turning into pranay. Then he looks at one of them, and her pranai, her man is not breaking, and she's biting her lip and shooting arrows at him with her eyebrows. Huh? Not because he's now liking the other gopis, but because he has not. Uh, he needs to explain himself. This is Radha, of course. But ultimately, um, he also pacifies her, and so we come to. The, the important verse here. Hmm? Remember, we're looking for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <laughs> so, uh, what the the, the, the the gopis' contrary love turns into into, into intimacy of pranay, and they're they've got him back, hmm? but they have a question. So, the leading question must come from Radha. Wait a minute, what kind of lover are you exactly? Hmm? They go over three different examples of types of lovers. Hmm? And, and of course, Krishna responds and, he's, and he says he's, he's actually none of those types of lovers hmm? um, in one sense. And, but the reason, what kind of lover are you that you would disappear like this? What, 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 what gives? Hmm? So he, he, he's going to answer that. Hmm? He's going to answer that. And this, this is where we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the genesis of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in the Prakatlila of Krishna, in the mytho-historic realm, from which we'll be transported into the historical realm. Stay with me. So I wanted to give a longer explanation of this verse, but it's probably not, probably not going to be a... A lot of time for that. So, now we heard previously that Radha said, Napareham, I cannot, I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. For different reasons. Krishna is saying the same thing. Napareham nirabhadya samyam. So, sadhu krityam vibhudhayu sapibha. Ya mahab bhajan durja durja geha shrinkala sambhishchatadva pratiyatu sadhuna. So he says, and this is pretty significant. You see where Krishna is. This is this is the center of the center of the whole of Krishna. This is as deep as you can get into Krishna Lila here in the Prakat Lila. And Krishna says, "I am not able." God is speaking. I am not able. Napareham. I. How can God say he's not able? 
this is, well, some people must not be God then if he's not able. This is something he can't do. If God can't do it, how can he be God? This is Gaudiya Vaishnavism. <laughs> There's things that God can't do. Hmm? And he says, Naparayam and Vibhuddha Ayusapi. Vibhuddha Ayusa. Ayu means life. So he says, and the extent to which I can't do it, hmm? which is what? Hmm? Swasadu Krityam, Niravadya Samyujam. The Niravadya Samyujam, this just means Kaval Bhakti, Uttam Bhakti. Hmm? He says, You have Uttam Bhakti of the highest order. Samyujam means like union. Your union with me, it is Niravadya. It has no fault whatsoever. There is no fault in your union with me, although it looks like it. That's why you have to pay close attention to the Bhagavatam, right? Looks like oh, this is a bad thing. Hmm? That's what the Orientalists thought. They thought, oh, this Vaishnavism is very close to the, the real religion, Christianity. But here in the Bhagavatam, it all goes to hell. The Krishna says, no, Nirabhadya Sandhujan, your union with me, that union was ostensibly, ostensibly was conjugal. Hmm? What Krishna is saying is, your union with me is yogic, actually. And Nirabhadya, but speak of yoga, it's beyond yoga. It's it, 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 it's it's nirabhadya. It has no fault whatsoever. It's it is free from kaitava, kaitava dharma. Hmm? Uh, Krishna says, "What does that do?" Hmm? Yeah, but he says uh, in Bengali, he says tama tamera ateva. Dharma art the kama moksha vansha. This is this is this is darkness. The desire for dharma, karma, kama, excuse me, artha and moksha, this is all ignorance. This is this is cheating. This is kaitaba, the desire for this. There's not a trace of that in your love for me. It is, as Rupa Goswami says, Anyabilashita Sunyam, Gyan Karmadi, Anabritam. Anukulena Krishna Anushtilam Bhakti Rutam. You are the the prime example of this. And as and I've seen it, I've seen your pranai. So follow me, he says. I know you're a little upset with me, but try understand my point here. Your love for me is faultless. Your union with me is, is actually spiritual. You're actually, he's actually, te- he's telling us, Radharani is a sadhu. Hmm? So, you know, it's not like, feminism is a good thing, you know, socially speaking, but this is not what this is about here, right? Hmm? This is about transcending the gender altogether, hmm? becoming a sadhu. Radharani is a sadhu. I told this to one, one lady devotee, she said, how could that be? That's not possible. Radharani is a sadhu? Yeah, <laughs> Krishna says right here, huh? and he says, "Vibhuda." Ayu, Ayu means life. Buddha. Vibhuda means um, wise. Hmm? Uh, it means it also speaks of the gods, hmm? and the, and the, and amongst the gods, the one who's got four heads, well, he must be the most wise. He must be Vibhuda. Hmm? 
very wise. In the life of Brahma, you can extend it. Bibuddha means also, it can refer to jnanis who have eternal life. But typically we think, even in the life of Brahma, he says, I can't do it. Such is the measure of your love. But even in the life, if I had the life of Brahma to try, I would be unsuccessful in repaying you in kind for the measure of your love. Therefore, and what is that? Well, it's not that I don't know what you've done. I mean, you've, 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 Durjara Geheshrinkala, you've cut the chains, the link, the bond of family life. You said, as I said earlier, you've risked, you've gone against, apparently, ostensibly, the scriptures. You've ruined your religious life, your prospect for moksha, for even a happy life on, on earth, your, your, your family um, uh, life, your, what will your children think? You've ruined the village. I mean, you're just the lowest of the low here. You, 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 from an ordinary point of view, you've put yourself in that situation with no concern for it. Hmm? If it was necessary, and it, it seemed to be by circumstance, to meet with me. How can I repay you? He says. It's not possible. He says, Samrishchatadva pratiyatu sadhuna. He says, Your sadhuna, your saintliness, is, a, is your own reward. Hmm? But he also says here, as Sanatana Goswami is explained in Brihad Bhagavatamrita, your sadhunas, your sadhuna, hmm? maybe at second thought, if I could, the best I could do to repay you would, I'd have to, well, I'd have to repay you in kind, so, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense, he's thinking, but I'd have to become a sadhu. What? Krishna become a sadhu? Sadhus, they... They have a, uh, at least, uh, uh, apparently, a very difficult life. Mm-hmm. So many things you have to give up. You don't do that. You don't eat meat. What do you eat? You don't think that so much now, but when, when I was a kid, it was, yogurt was like about as unknown as yoga, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we live a nice life. We were happy, but I mean... From the ordinary point of view, we've given up so much, right? Even the uh, just the beginning sadhakas, right? Mm-hmm. We our moral compass is if it's favorable for bhakti, I will accept it. If it's unfavorable for bhakti, I will reject it. I don't need the Barnashram to tell me what's good or bad. Hmm? This is my moral compass. If you do that, <laughs> nobody in Barnashram could possibly be as moral <laughs> as as you. Even as you break the moral code. For the sake of doing, if, it, if the circumstance should present itself, hmm, uh, for, for the pleasure of Krishna, hmm, if, it was, if it was required, hmm. we find this in the life of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm. So he says, maybe in a life of Brahma, maybe I could try one life of Brahma after another, after another, becoming a sadhu. And through that, I could repay you by maybe making devotees for you, something like that. Hmm? This is hidden in the text here. 
This is this means that well, that's what he did, didn't he? That's exactly what he did. Once in the day of Brahma, he the flute player, the supreme enjoyer. A fellow told one of my students some time back uh, that he said, in our religion, we have the real God, the true God, because in our religion, God is has 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 uh, done the has has performed the greatest sacrifice. And love, as I say, is born from the womb of sacrifice. The Jesus, he was saying, of Nazareth, he performed the, the greatest sacrifice. Who could be a better example of love? What do you got? Some guy playing a flute, you know, and the supreme enjoyer. So I replied, I said, that's very nice. I agree with you. That's it's it's tremendous what he did. Example of love. But for it to be a sacrificer, there has to be someone who he's sacrificing for, some object. Hmm? That's the flute player. Hmm? He's the perfect enjoyer hmm? for whom the sacrifice is offered. And it just happens to be such that when you actually give to the center, there is a center, hmm? that the center gives back to everything hmm? in a way that no other part could, like the stomach does something with food that the hand and the tongue or the mind can't do. Hmm? What does it do? It sends energy to the rest of the whole body. Hmm? So here the supreme enjoyer, Krishna, is it take up the difficult life of a sadhu. Hmm? This, is, this is in Brudge, this is just absolutely inconceivable. Gopis, they didn't think, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's try that. And let me tell you something else. It's very important here. Hmm? Krishna says that he could not satisfy the gopis. He could not reciprocate in kind. He says, I promise in Bhagavad Gita, tam as people approach, I can reciprocate in kind. That's who I am. Hmm? There's nothing beyond me. But I cannot reciprocate in kind for your love. That's what he says. Napareham, it's I'm not able to. Even if I had a life of Brahma, I can try and I have to do it over and over again, one life of Brahma after another, one, after another, after another, and I'll still never be complete, but I'm, I'm in, sign me up. Such is your love. Hmm? He's, so what should we think? Just see, Krishna could not satisfy the gopis. The point I'm making here is, at this moment, gopis didn't think like that. They were completely satisfied. When they heard him speak like this, and he said, the reason that I disappeared was to see your hearts grow fonder, because if you have something very valuable, and then you lose it, the extent to which you think it's valuable will become more apparent. And to test your love, I disappeared. And the, what it did to you, that's what's just blowing my mind and making me come up with these crazy ideas of like becoming a sadhu. How is that even possible? I'm Krishna. Sadhus worship me. What will happen if, if people, the yogis knew my condition at this moment here? I'm in the existential crisis here. I'm saying such things. I'll become a sadhu. 
What do I know about sadhus? I mean, I like sadhus, but I'm an enjoyer, hmm? right? I'm a, uh, uh, what's the term? I like to eat Epicurean, you know, <laughs> such as my, my position. How, I mean, how can you change your nature, right? That's very, very difficult. How is it possible? And hmm? uh, when they heard this, they thought, "How this he is so wonderful! How what he's saying like this? He feels like this. He really feels like this. He's being honest with me, with us." Hmm? And then immediately they think, "Oh no, 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 no! Let's dance." Hmm? Forget this contrary love. Let's dance. They are completely satisfied with him. You have to understand how pleasing this statement is to the gopis, his explanation. They're completely over the top happy with him. They have absolutely no criticism of him whatsoever. And the rasa dance begins. Their relationship is consummated and so forth. Hmm? Now Krishna has to think about all this. Right? He has to go to bed at night or in the morning. And, and, and he's going to, he's got a lot on his mind now. What he saw, what he said, what he thought, what's becoming of me. Hmm? Well, he has to think about that for the whole rest of the Prakat Leela. <laughs> the whole time. Even when he's slaying Kamsa and marrying queens and all, he's going to. Have to think about this. Find his way back there. Come back. Go back into the Aprakat Leela. The Prakat Leela is characterized by separation. The Aprakat Leela by union. We'll go there. Hmm? There's no more Krishna going to Dwarka and Mathura, leaving leaving Vrindavan for long periods and so forth. And there's some separation there, short periods, but not the long separation of the Prakat Leela. Hmm? And there he's thinking about it. Hmm. And then comes the... Now we come to the historical period, right? Hmm. This is the seed, then, hmm, of the birth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sriman hmm. Mahaprabhu. Hmm. This is the historical period. What I mean by that is, well, it's obvious. There are... There are Hundreds and hundreds of witnesses to to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was appeared in 1846, 9 p.m. on a Saturday, hmm? just before 1486. Excuse me, 1486, 9 p.m. No, on a Wednesday. Hmm? I think it was a Wednesday. Not, just just before it just. And as he appeared, hmm, the earth cast a shadow on the moon. How's that? Hmm? The earth cast a shadow on the moon. That the spotless moon has touched down on my surface. Hmm? The moon, yes, it's beautiful, but it has spots. Let it be covered by my shadow. Hmm? That all attention will come to him. Hmm? Gorchandra. Hmm? This is Vrindavan Chandra. He's now called Gorchandra. He's doing it. He's now taking birth to become a sadhu. In a land that is referred to as 
Sadaka Siddhabhumi. Bhumi, land where Siddhas have the leela of being Sadakas. Hmm? In other words, he's, he's come and all his associates have come. Some of the elders have come before him. Advaita, Haridas, older, his mother, Sachi, Jagannath, Nitra, so on and so forth. Hmm? Now he's appeared. Moon is covered up by the shadow of the earth. And the historical, in historical time, this, this, the story of the avatar begins. This story needs to be told to the world. Hmm? We need the microphone hmm, for this. It's an incredible story. Hmm? We have the earliest historical uh, evidence and descriptions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu come in Murari Gupta's uh, text, a Sanskrit text, a very learned person. Uh, he wrote it during the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and likely it was published just as he passed from the world in 14, uh, it would have been, would have been 15, 15, 30, 34, 48 years. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared, I should go back for a moment, in 1486, in May of the same year, Columbus hatched his plan and presented it to the Queen of Spain for taking a western route to find India. Something going on over there that captured his attention. But his his exploitive <laughs> disposition took him off course. And he came to the, to the Americas where he found the Indians. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared in 1486, and just pr- a couple centuries prior to that, what you find historically in India is this moving away from the religious public, mm-hmm. from the ideal of the religious ideal of an extreme form of asceticism. In, in Buddhism, you find that in Jainism and in Hinduism also. And you, for example, you have the Shankar says everybody has to be, you have to be born in a Brahmin family, you have to become a sannyasin, hmm? live in the Himalayas to get mukti and so forth. Hmm? This ideal was being in, a, in, a, in a centuries just prior to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when it is time being eroded by the texts like. Gita Govinda, Jayadev, and Chandidas's uh, Sri Krishna Sankirtan, and uh, uh, it's said in the Subal, what's that, what's that book called? Subal Mangal, that, that Subal appeared prior to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Lila, also, besides not only as Goridas Pandit in the Lila, but prior as Chandidas. Hmm. <laughs> Who knows? Hmm. Love songs there, you find. Hmm? And Vijapati. These these authors were all drawn upon by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his Auntie Leela to augment uh, with the assistance of Ramananda and uh, Swarup, Swarup Damodar, to augment his bhava, his, his, to assist him in his attempt to step into into the bhava of, of Radhika. Hmm? He's successful in that. Hmm? Hmm? He did pay them back. Hmm. And he continues to do so, but, but at any rate, I'm just 
giving a little idea of what the climate was historically at the time. So these texts were eroding. People were charmed by these ideas, and it went a little to the other side. Hmm? And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu comes right in the middle of that, hmm? because he was an aesthetic in terms of his teaching, Leela as a sannyasi, hmm? but he's he's preoccupied with the Leelas, the love Leelas of Radha and, Radha and Krishna. And his his method is singing and dancing. It's not that when the sannyasis saw him in Banaras, they said, what, what kind of sannyasi is this guy? We need to bring him in and educate him a little bit. Don't sing and dance like that. That's for the, you know, the ordinary people, sensual people, emotional people. Hmm? You have to get rid of your emotions altogether. Hmm? Mahaprabhu said, no, there are trans psychological emotions. Hmm. So, uh, a little bit of what's going on in India at the time, in the world, in the West, of course, you've got the Renaissance and so forth. It's a very interesting time hmm, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared. And people from Europe thinking about what are the mysteries of India, what are the, get some spices from there, you know. Okay, well, that's something. Hmm. (laughs) But he's a hidden avatar. I mean, yes, Krishna became a sadhu, but you know he's hiding it a little bit. It's a little weird <laughs> for Krishna to become a sadhu, hmm? because if all the religious people find out about it, all the yogis, they, they, they may be they may Krishna had to become a sadhu, and I'm worshiping Krishna. What? My path may be in question here. I thought he was the supreme god. He has something to accomplish. How can that be? So he hid an avatar. And, and then the books start to come, right? In his lifetime, we have Marari, Marari, Marari Gupta's text. We have Kabikarnapur's text. Um, what is this book? Uh, the Nataka, the, the drama. And then we have, in, uh, these are two Sanskrit texts, we have the Bengali Chaitanya Bhagwat, Vrindavan hmm? Das Thakur. A little later, um, kind of the, the we have Chaitanya Mangal of Lochan Das, a very poetic text, and we have finally the kind of culmination of all the biographies, Chaitanya Charitamrita in Bengali, laced as it is with with Sanskrit. These are learned people. Hmm? Hmm? These are the apostles of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There aren't only, aren't only twelve of them. There's hundreds of them. Hmm? And they're all Nityasiddhas. They all thought, Is he Krishna? No. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Is he Krishna? They would have the epiphany. And they thought, If he's Krishna, well, where are Krishna's associates? Because Krishna's not alone. You can't have Krishna. You can't have the perfect object of love without the love. So where are all the devotees? And then they realized, it's us. We're in another leela. Hmm? Everything's turned back around, backwards. How do we function here? Hmm? Trying to find their way. Hmm? Understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and themselves. This is leela. This is yoga maya's influence. Hmm? They found on the body of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu after his birth, Nilambar Chakrabarti, his maternal uh, grandfather, he was an astrologer. He did the chart. 
and he observed certain symptoms on his body. Suvesha sarvasal lakshanan bitaha. This is one of the characteristics of Krishna. Sarvasal lakshanan bitaha. He has auspicious bodily characteristics. There's a, the, 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 the science, if you will, of, um, what is it called? Samudrika some, 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 some Lakshanam. Hmm? Uh, the Buddhists developed this quite a bit. Hmm? And so for their avatars, if you will, they look for certain characteristics. It's, it's described there, for every auspicious bodily characteristic... Um, there has to be a hundred meritorious uh, deeds that are performed. Hmm? And for every one of those deeds, there have to be a hundred meritorious thoughts for those bodily symptoms, one of them to appear. Hmm? Nilambar Chakrapati was apparently acquainted with this uh, tradition, and he identified 32 auspicious bodily markings on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I mean, they didn't just make up this idea that this one guy is an avatar. Hmm? They had a way of thinking about it. They understood this idea of avatar tattva that I began speaking about. There's something to it, how it all works. Hmm? It's not just some superhero guy. All these people were superheroes. Murari Gupta was a superhero. Adwaita was a superhero. Nityananda was a superhero. Hmm? Every single one of them, if you read the histories of them... Hmm? The, uh, from the time, they're extraordinary people. Raj Prataparudra, no one could get into it. No, the Muslims couldn't even get into his kingdom. Gajapati Raj, hmm? he had, an, uh, you know, he kept uh, elephants. Probably just to say, it takes 200 pounds a day to feed an elephant. You've got to be rich to have a you know, herd of elephants. So he would keep them. Hmm. Very powerful, powerful uh, uh, Hindu Raj. Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. In Encyclopedia Britannica, it said he's the greatest logician of all time in India, Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. He became like a baby before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <laughs> His logic just melted. It just dissipated, and his heart melted. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu showed him little opulence of knowledge, which was expression of his own bhakti that he considered the highest knowledge explained a verse of Bhagavatam oh but the charge explained it in seven different ways Mahaprabhu then explained it in 13 or 18 different ways depending on what text you read hmm? and Sarvabhoma was stunned by that but there was nothing later when Sanatana asked him you know I have a penchant for the Bhagavatam, and I heard that in Puri, you gave a 13 different meanings for the Admarama verse, and I wonder if you could share them with me. Mahaprabhu said, oh, by Sarvabhuma's grace, I said something. I don't know what it was, but I, I, I don't think I could repeat that, but I'll, I'll say something on the verse, and he gave 64 different explanations. <laughs> I mean, these are, this, this is in every one of the, bio, you know, the biographies of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Hmm? And the bodily characteristics, and then the 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 the, 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 the Chaitanya Charitamrita is giving the, the astrological uh, status of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Leo, Leo rising and so forth. It's, it, all the chart is right there. Hmm? So, from an astrological point of view, which was uh, you know had had strength and value in those days, uh, because they were good astrologers. <laughs> uh, 
weren't doing it just for a living uh, and on a computer program. They actually meditated on the chart. <laughs> so it, it, this is this is Bhagwan. Hmm? This is an avatar. So there was a whole um, uh, 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 you know. Now they make a popular movie in uh, in the West. Some guy's God comes down. You know, and he's Joker. And uh, you've seen some of those maybe o- over the years. Uh, but, but there's nothing uh, the, here in, in, in at least in Hinduism we have a real like system systemata- system systematic you know conception of what the descent will be, how to detect it different measures of it the yuga avatar the the shaktivesha avatar the leela avatar uh, uh, you know if you say my my guru is an avatar we will say which kind and they'll say oh, blah, 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 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the Gaudias have done. I, I told you in the beginning, this point, Avatar Tattva, is a core, the core anchor, theological anchor to all of Hinduism. Hmm? In Gaudiya Vaishnavism, you can find an explanation of it, hmm? a comprehensive explanation of it. Hmm? And when it comes to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they concluded, we conclude, and wisely so, this is an avatar of the Avatari of the source of avatars himself. Why is that? Well, we could give any number of reasons, but here's one. Hmm? He's interested in in Lila Madhurya. Varaha's not interested in that. Nishinga. Um, he's not interested in Lila Madhurya. These are not the qualities of anybody but Krishna himself. Lila Madhurya, Vena Madhurya, uh, Rupa Madhurya, Prima Madhurya. This is completely the preoccupation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, Rupa Goswami said, No Mahabhadunaya, Krishna Prima Pradaya. He's talking about these are his. This is his. This is his. This is his. His Lila. These are. This is his Guna. This is his Rupa. No Mahabhadunaya. That is his Guna. Krishna Prema Pradayate. This is Leela. He's giving Krishna Prem, Prema Madhurya. How can he give Krishna Prem? No avatar can give Prema Madhurya. Prema Madhurya culminates in the Rasa Leela we were talking about. Hmm? Bra can't give entrance into the Rasa Leela. That's not within his purview. He's not, that's not a quality of Narayan. Hmm? That's a quality of Krishna. Someone who can give that... that if he's an avatar, well, he has to be Krishna himself. Krishna is dressed as a sadhu. Hmm? Very extraordinary. Hmm? Hmm. So they came to this determination, this this conclusion, and they've written about it, and and successively over the generations coming to this day, so much has been written about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And in Bengal, hmm, history of Bengal, no, I mean, there are many great people come out of Bengal, you know, it, 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 like uh, like Tagore, Rabindranath Tagore, in, you know, in the 19th century, Pope, uh, Nobel laureate, uh, met with Einstein, hmm, you know, two different worlds, humanist, humanist and scientist and 
romanticist and scientist, and, 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 and you should read what he says about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given in his kirtan to Bengal, it doesn't melt your heart. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and this should be shared with the world. This is our idea. Hmm? Hmm? The Eastern Savior, Bhakti Vinod Thakur, uh, described him as. He had the qualities of the, the, the symptoms of the, the chart of an avatar. There's so many texts about him, so many witnesses, and, and so many miracles. They saw in him, in other words, how they determined he's, he's, he's the avatar in, avatari, the source of avatars, because they saw the other avatars in him. Hmm? They saw the bhavas of the, um, what did I call them? No, the um, allegorical avatars. He saw the bhavas in him. Hmm? They didn't see him turn into a boar with a snout, but they saw the bhava of Braha, Marari Gupta saw. Nityananda proposed to Mahaprabhu saw a sadbuj form. No one else saw it. It said he, he revealed it to, to, to Nityananda Prabhu in public. But nobody saw it except Nityananda Prabhu. He saw the arms of Narsinga, the protector of the devotees, hmm? and the arms of Krishna, playing the flute, two hands, and the hands of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is one sadbuj form. Hmm? He had antardarshan of it, hmm? internal darshan. Sarvabhoma had antardarshan of another sadbuj form. He, he, after he heard from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he had a big head. He was smart, as I said before, very uh, sensible and well-read scripturally. And what did he do? He, 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 he had the epiphany. He's Ram. He is Krishna. He is Ram. He has the morality, the Dharma, adherence to Dharma of Ram, plus in terms of his the way he conducts himself as a sannyasi. I thought he was just too young to be a sannyasi. 24 years old? I mean, how are you going to be a sannyasi? Yugo Kishore and I were celebrating the fact that he, you know, came into the 30s. You made it, you know? Right? right? We were just talking. <laughs> to get through the 20s, that's, you know, that's a task. What, speak of becoming a sannyasin? I was fortunate to do that at 25, but, <laughs> but I got a lot of help from everybody, so... So Mahaprabhu, uh, Sarabhuma thought, you know, he's old and wise, and, and, and he had affection for Chaitanya Dev because his father was related to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's grandfather. And he made that connection, he traced it out, and he liked him, but thought, you know, poor kid. <laughs> he's taken in madness, at, he, he's taken sannyas at, at 24. I'd better try to, like, like give him some help him to solidify his standing in there with with the uh, Vedanta discourse the lot the nyaya shastra of the of the of the of the of, of Vedanta hmm? but when he was converted by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm, he, he thought oh I made such an offense to think you could not be a sannyasi you are a sannyasi beyond comparison you make Brahmananda Bharti the old Deerskin clothed sannyasin, Keshava Bharati, your sannyas guru, uh, uh, and so forth, uh, tremble. Hmm? 
by the, the standard of your adherence to Dharma, which is characteristic of Ram. I see Ram in you. Hmm? You are you were Ram. Now you're here. Hmm? And again, you're giving Krishna Prem, you must be Krishna. Sadbuj. He this was his experience. We don't necessarily have to think Chaitanya Mahaprabhu suddenly had six arms stuck out. Hmm? You can? That's okay too. <laughs> but then he made a deity. Six arm, that six arm form is there. Hmm? So the point I'm making is they were experiencing these uh, deep people, deep, de- deeply religious people, hmm? and not just religious, but they had a real spiritual kind of trajectory in their in their lives hmm? to to transcend material existence. They. They, they they experienced in Chaitanya the bhavas of the different avatars. Therefore, they conclude he's not only an avatar; he's avatari. He's Krishna himself. Hmm? And so they started. They had to write it, write it down. So many books, hmm? and some details are a little different here and there. But the basic you could find the basic points. He definitely did this. He definitely did that. Hmm? And he cured the leper, and he brought someone back from the dead. Hmm? And you can say, well, you know, these old people, they exaggerate all these things, they, you know, they mythologize about the person and so forth. But if you, you, if you try to take all of those things away from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm, you'll have nothing left. That's what he's made of. He was made of ecstasy and miracles. If you try to dismiss all those things, there's nothing left to be excited about. Hmm? They saw these things. They witnessed these things. Hmm? They tried to put it into words and write about it. Hmm? Some Orientalists say, "Well, I guess he was an epileptic. He seemed to fall into trance, and you know." And Murari Gupta was a doctor, you know, and there are, the Ayurveda was familiar with with epilepsy, and epilepsy is not contagious. Hmm? Just by his glance, someone else would start chanting. Hmm? I mean, what I'm saying is that if you want to strip it down hmm, to like just the facts, ma'am, you know, no exaggerations. Sure, they're writing about it poetically. And when he came back from Puri for the first time to Navadweep, so many people came to see him that the river Ganga was filled with people enough that other people could walk on their heads to get to the other side. Obviously, he's using some poetry to describe it. He wants to say, I cannot describe how many people and how enthusiastic they were. I, I, I have to say it like this. I know it doesn't make any sense, but it's beyond words. Hmm? How we reacted to his homecoming as a sannyasin, Nimai Pandit. Hmm? What, what he will do for the world. Hmm? Where it will go, and they, had, they didn't even know there was Americas over here. Hmm? Hmm. Now we have to turn this Eurocentric perspective around here. We have to showcase who is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and strip it down. Go ahead. It, the more you, if you strip it down as much as you can, you're going to be left with so many things that still say, yeah, I guess he's an avatar by the Hindu standards. And, and, and again, who are all the great people that are saying that? What, what was their uh, status? Hmm? Keshava Kashmiri, uh, Prakasananda Saraswati, this, uh, uh, in South India, Venkata, Venkata, but head Pujari, with the whole Ramanuja Sampradaya. Hmm? Hmm. So, 
uh, we're fortunate to be gathered on a, such a, an occasion like this to speak about uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He appeared in Navadweep 48 years. He departed. He left the legacy. Uh, so many texts uh, commissioned by him, written by the Goswamis, commentaries on them for generations. We have a wealth of such um, uh, philosophical and theological uh, uh, support hmm, for our emotion, for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, our feelings for him. Hmm. Hmm. Shriman Mahaprabhu ki jai. Shri Avyabhav Mahotsava Gorpurnim Shri Chaitanya Dev ki jai. Gaur Nityananda ki jai. Shri Shri Ralugabinda ki jai. Gaur Bhaktabinda ki jai. In this, of course, you give, he was giving... You, have, you heard of Gyan Kanda? Karma Kanda? This is Kevalananda Kanda. Hmm? Parama Karuna Pahundvi Janna Nitai Gora Chandra Parama Karuna Pahundvi Janna Nitai Gora Chandra Sabhavutar Sarashi Romani Kibalanandakanda Avatar Sarasi Romani Kibalanandakanda 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 Paramakaruna Pahundi Janna Itai Gaura Chandra Sabhavatar Sarshi Romani Kevala Anandakanda Sarshi Romani Kevala Anandakanda Abhutara Abhutari Abhutara Abhutari, Abhutara, Abhutari, Abhutara. Paramakaruna Pahundi Janna Nitai Gaura Chandra. Paramakaruna Pahundi Janna Nitai Gaura Chandra. Sabhavatar Sarashi Romani Kevala Anandakanda Sarashi Romani Kevala Anandakanda Kevala Anandakanda Kevala Anandakanda Kebala Ananda Kanda Kebala Ananda Kanda Kebala 
Anandakanda Parama Karuna Pahundrijana Nitai Chandra Sabavata Sarashi Romani Kebala Anandakanda Kebala Anandakanda Abutaro Abutari Abutaro Abutari Abutaro Gaurari Abutaro Gaurari Abutaro Gaurari Abutari Gaurari Abutari Gaurari Abutaro Abutari Abutara Abutari Kebala Nanda Kanda Kebala Nanda Kanda Kebala Nanda Kanda Oh, 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 oh,
परिवार की जाए बन महाप्रभु की जाए किसी रालो गोविंद की जाए वो भक्त बिंद की जाए वो प्रेमानंदे हरे कृष्ण